All right, I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make some tea real quick because I need something hot to drink. All right, you need something. We'll have to delay this. I don't know. We'll have to delay the start. (laughs) (laughs) I have never once thought. You know what I need? A nice scalding hot beverage. But you know, who am I to doubt? Who am I to? Who am I to uh, judge? You know. You know. He had it ready. What? That's why I be getting coffee a lot of the time. I thought you were going to say something about your girlfriend. (laughs) Sometimes I need something hot. Wait, do you have this shit to make your tea in your bedroom? (laughs) Of course, dude. And I have freaking (laughs) coffee availability, too. I have everything for coffee. Oh, I got the Keurig I got right here. I got, I got the Keurig I got a whole right here. Drawer full of freaking tea. I'm show. questioning my life. I don't have any of that shit in my room. Dude, look how much freaking tea I have. Can you see all of this tea? That's yeah, just tea. Out of tea. And then, and then freaking this whole thing is full of coffee pods. Jesus Christ! That's a lot of coffee pods. I'm never gonna drink that much coffee in my life. That's an awful lot of coffee pods. That's oh, an awfully hot coffee pot. Wow. Okay. I got to let this water heat up. Actually, it's doing it on its own. I don't need to help it. Joseph, oh. you are so fried. Oh, my God. I can't you're wearing the fucking Snuggie. You're wearing the Snuggie. And that. your eyes are like, oh, my God. Today, I'm going to go for the Earl Grey. <laughs> not rhyme, dude. No, yes it does. What are you talking about? Today, today, I'm going to get the Earl Grey. Sounds like the beginning of a sea shanty. Put my tea bag in. My my Can I get you anything? Coffee, tea, head, my jerky. Did you just say head? Did you just say head? I got freaking hubba bubba too, dude. Yeah, you ain't ever had no head before? Yeah, you ain't ever had no head before? Set a timer for four minutes. It it just seems a little early for for that. But Uh, did you ask about the time? I can't hear you. Did you ask about it? Did you ask why four minutes? What? No, that's not what you. What the fuck is going on? No, Joseph. I was singing the end of Professional Rapper by Lil Dicky and Snoop Dogg, where the secretary is like, "Can I get you anything? Some tea, coffee, head." Oh, the the one with Lil Dicky. Yes, and then and then he's like, "But what kind of tea do you have?" He's like, "We got mint, raspberry, Earl Grey." (laughs) Yeah, I like that part. I'll suck your dick. I mean, that's what she said. <laughs> We've been rolling for about four and a half minutes. Oh, yes! Oh, no. The cold oh. open! The cold yes. open. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, moms of America. I have this rare disease called Addison's disease, and I, I, needed, to, I needed to be a hungry boy because I lost a lot of weight. So I am my, – my doctors prescribed this. I'm completely in order. Mom, sub America, America, <laughs> the pee pee poo poo man himself. All right, guys, let's talk about Wandavision. Wait, uh, wait. My alarm's about to go off. I think- 
I don't want it to go off mid-recording. I'm so sorry. I just realized that when you start. Hey, Google, cancel the alarm. Dude, your tea's going to get too warm. He's so funny. Stop it. Family room TV. Family room TV. Or family room TV. Hey, Google, cancel the alarm. Dude, this is the best cold open we've ever had. Family room TV. Or family hey, Google, cancel the timer. <laughs> yes. Okay. There we go. All right. So, God, that was a fucking uh, journey. To the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. This some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. I'm uh, I'm Colton Robertson, and this is the WandaVision Watch. You know, that's Marvel colon WandaVision colon uh, uh, the Watchmen. Uh, I'm joined by my friends, Joseph George. Hello. Hello. I am glad. Man himself. I'm glad to be here. I, I know you're glad to be here, and if you listen to the first five minutes of this episode, you know <laughs> Joseph is glad to be here. Uh, we've got... On the screen below me that I can see, and you cannot, it's Miles today, believe it or not. Whoa. Miles Buttress. Change of scenery. I kind of like it. Changing it up a little bit. I threw a curveball in there. You know, you you got to keep it spicy. I was definitely expecting my name to come out there. Not what happened. (laughs) I was very... I'm I'm reserving the SNL, the SNL introduction for Kyler Barnett. Uh, We've got Kyler Barnett. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? Let's get right into this shit. Hey, Kyler Barnett. Hey, buddy. Um, so, last episode of WandaVision, episode eight, uh, previously on, is what it's called. Uh, absolutely soul crushing. Uh, I refused to watch it up until I had to take notes on it, like rewatch it, because. It well, how did you know what was going to happen? But, like, you already watched it once. So, like, you know it's going to happen. You know it's so sad, so. It fucked you know? it. That's just not how my brain works, man. If I go back to it, I know I'll cry again. It's just how it goes. Dude, it, I, uh, me and Emily watched it together on a Friday morning, and uh, I uh, I held her for about twenty minutes after the episode, <gasps> when she sobbed. <laughs> oh my god! Twenty yeah, minutes. Twenty minutes. <laughs> it's a devastating. Damn. It's a devastating scene. I'm not gonna lie. the The episode I rewatched it, and I felt like I, I'm not gonna say I was more focused because, like, I was the first watch. You're always like real deeply into it. You know what I mean? But I'll say mm-hmm. on the second watch, like, I think I like was able to watch and take in the emotion more so. Like, you know, I guess kind of try to feel it more rather than being like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You know what I mean? And man, the second That's one true. hit me. The second one hit me so much harder than this the first. Is- this is true. It's well, like 
you have this innate ability where you need to pay attention the first time you watch it because you got to catch everything for the pop. But then like the second time you're just watching it to watch it like a regular person does. And then you're like, Oh my God, this is so sad. See, that's the thing is like, I noticed that too. It's like the first watch I'm thinking, I'm looking for MCU level ramifications. And the second time through, and then like, not even the second time through, like as I was watching it, I was going like, Holy shit, sometimes I forget this is just a really well-written television show. Yeah, you know? it's crazy, man. Crazy. And I saw Maybe some people should... on Twitter coming at it a little uh, – coming at the reaction to the uh, – but what is grief if not love persevering? Because, like, it is a common sentiment, sure. Like, you look up good grief quotes and that will pop up immediately all over Google Images, something like it along those lines. But it's like – it's not just the line. It's like the implications of the line. It's vision. And I think it's now. who it comes from. I think yeah. it's a hundred percent because it's like he said, like he's never had anyone to love. He mm-hmm. never knew he was capable of this feeling. And I feel like this is one of the earliest times we see vision starting to lean into that. Exactly. And, and I it's think like, that's what's important about it. It's not just the line. And, and like we see it like little teeny tiny ref, like hints at it or like in, I think even Ultron, there's a scene, like, doesn't he like pick her up and kind of like fly yeah, her away or something? At the very end of the movie. And it's kind of almost like, oh wow, the look they gave each other was like, there's almost like a little spark there. But it's like, a little in, bit of sexual tension. Yeah, but like in retrospect of what we know has happened and now seeing what happened like when this is just beginning in that scene, <laughs> it was like, Oh, God, that shit was crushing. You know what will make you mad? It's the first time I saw it. I thought, well, what if Wanda used her probability hex or whatever to make Vision love her in the first place? Then she lost him, and then that's why the emotion came out, and she failed the hex. What if she forced Vision to love her? I can't. I pray yeah, I I can't see that being the case. Not the case. Holy oh shit! God. I doubt. I I highly doubt Disney Ooh, goes somewhere you, that Joseph. dark with it. Joseph, bro, mm-hmm. you her need life to tell was me. already so bad, and she needed one thing to go right. But so but that's no, no. why she forced a vision nah, to love her, dude. Stop the cap! Stop the cap! No, <laughs> he's a robot it. who didn't know what it was, and then bro, immediately that's he's in what love makes with her. It amazing. Yeah. But like it's also like he's the first she's the first person he looks at in Ultron and you know all this shit it makes it it makes more sense for it to just be a normal story than she forced him to love her no plus the way that vision started to dude the way that vision became to love Wanda was like you would see in a sitcom two characters that you didn't really think would ever love each other and then all of a sudden they're perfectly in love and everything's perfect. They I wouldn't call it perfect. I Here's wouldn't call it perfect sitcom, either. In a sitcom, you know pretty quickly who's going to end up together, I feel yeah. like. You mean to tell me when you watch Friends, you didn't know that by the end of that shit that fucking Ross and Rachel weren't going to end up together? Same thing with Ted and uh, Ted Robin. and – Yes, Robin. You never know. It's the first episode. It's we thought Wanda episode. was this pretty – Goody goody two shoes, but now we learn she's freaking, you know, a bad bitch. Joseph, are you back on your wave that Wanda's gonna break bad, like for good, and be the worst person in the MCU? Because if this is where we're coming back to after this, all of this time, Joseph. No, it was just a realization that I had. 
during the scene. Okay. Well, I'm glad you totally missed the emotional ramifications of the scene and went that direction. But hey, no, it made the quote even stronger. Made the quote even stronger that you're Mm -hmm. feeling that bad for Vision that he had to be forced to say that in the first place. Oh my god. Okay, we're moving on. Anywho, so so I'm gonna. I've got the show outlined a little bit by uh, like parts of the episode. All right, so we start with Agatha's origin. What's up, Kyler? Sorry, can I interject and just – I just want to know everyone – like I want the everyone's opinion of the episode just put out at the beginning here just so like okay. – I want to see like the – because I know that on Twitter there were some people that were kind of pissed off about this episode. How did you guys feel about the episode like in total? Like what were your general like feelings towards this episode? I loved it. I, I It was like – I remember last week I said something about how I think it could be like the story told from Agatha's point of view like, like a series of flashbacks like – I was kind of right. Just in, yeah. <laughs> just mostly. We'll call them. We'll call them Agatha guided flashbacks. Yeah. I see go. how people can see this as like a filler episode. I. Can't but what remember. it really was is that it was filler-ish, but necessary. This episode was necessary. Yeah. Here's what show. I'll say. On original on the initial watch, I was a little upset at the end. Like this is all we got. Like, we move, progress the plot. Like, I mean, you can say it progressed some because, like, obviously you get the Scarlet Witch reveal at the end. And it's like, you know what I mean? And, like, that's awesome. But, like, on initial watch when, like, we were expecting – we had such high expectations for, like, what this plot was going to do that episode and then not. I was a little, like – I'm not even going to say mad. It was just, like, damn, I like, just – I don't know what word is. Yeah, I just expected to get a lot just because there's not enough. Like, I just feel like we have so much plot to cover still and there's not that much time. You know, it's like I said, they're backed into a corner. I've said this for like three weeks now. But like, do we know that we're hitting 10 confirmed episodes? We're getting only nine. nine. This week is last. I think it's actually three. Because on that calendar in the last intro, the number 10 was in a heart. And if you go to March 2023, which is the year that this is in. That's, it's a 10 and it's on a Friday, which every WandaVision episode is. So in March, 2023, at this show, we're out. The 10 is circled and that would be the 10th week of the show. Maybe there's the surprise finale, I guess. I don't know. That's that's an interesting theory. Yeah. I was just going to say, I I really like the episode, but I kind of agree with Kyler. I would have loved this episode being episode like seven. Yeah, I was going to say would have would have loved it so much more if it was one episode earlier where we still had two more episodes of pure plot and answers and we got three more episodes, man. I, I don't think we do. I don't we, we got answers, three. We got It gave us answers, episodes. but what I'm saying is like it gave us answers to questions I that I wanted answers but not the know. questions that I wanted answered. I swear to God and, that there are three more episodes. I know it to be true. Okay, I, I just want to finish by saying that was just my feelings at 3 in the morning after I'd watched it, and I had all of these expectations. Now, watching it the second time, full well knowing what I was going to get, I my appreciation and love for the episode increased so much more. I didn't even give a fuck anymore at that point because I was like just fully invested in the show and the episode itself, knowing I wasn't going to get what I had thought I was going to get, and that was fine. I fucking loved it. I, like... I will say it was an episode that, like, I don't know if I've ever watched, like, there wasn't an episode of Mandalorian that made me feel that way, where, like, I watched it and was like, not, I don't even know if it's disappointing, like, I really don't know the emotion, like, 
because it wasn't just, it's just not it just didn't uh, be what you expected and that yeah. automatically frames it in a weird place like yeah that's yeah. that's what happened every time i walked out of a out of the movie theater after a sequel trilogy movie i'd go mm-hmm. yeah okay i mean like good like not not you know good not great but not what i expected like yeah. i wanted more see my opinion has changed totally like i would have probably yeah. said something along the lines of like and eh, not my favorite it's up there like this this was great in every aspect for me yeah like oh me too like i, agree. I like i, I agree. now that being said would i like to have you know if i would i like to have joseph be right and we get three more episodes so we can really progress this plot and cover everything that'd be awesome but that's not going to happen because they're going to leave cliffhangers because we know this is going into a fucking long ass sam raimi movie and i'm more than okay with that story being shifted to that because it's going to be kind of horrific supposedly and i am fucking here for that so not mad at all anymore i'm here for it i love this episode it's just the first watch i missed i missed everything i was supposed to feel about it I retract my statement. If it's not a 10th episode, it is a trailer for a whole nother season. And that's where we get the cameo to bring us, to make us even more excited for season two, which we didn't even know was coming out. We know we're not. I think they already Yeah, they've pretty much confirmed that there's not a season two. They like to play tricks on us all (laughs) the time. Well, there's, there's the week of that March 10th. Of the 2023 calendar, that is the week in between the release or the last episode of WandaVision, supposedly, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier movie. They're going to have something every week of the year, they said, and that's the only week that's dead. So why wouldn't they do one thing? They're at they're putting something in that in that gap of a week, and it's something big. And right. I will bet money on it. All right, Joe. All right, Joe. I appreciate I appreciate your mind. I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I I also think it was a great episode. It's just uh, obviously what and, and I it did give us answers. Like we can't let it we can't let us say it didn't. Like we saw that she didn't actually steal Vision. She created Vision. Like straight up built him. Fucking fucking knew there was some fishy shit. Okay, going yeah, on exactly. Word. Such a you said you went back and watched epi- like all of the episodes of the pod from this show. Mm-hmm. Did any of us say that we thought Hayward could have possibly fabricated the video or anything? Because I feel like I yeah. remember someone saying that. Yeah. Somebody well, did. He didn't, she, they didn't show her, like, actually steal the body. They just showed her break in and drop down. And that was all they showed us. I must be misremembering that scene then. That was so long. Well, I think, I think one of us just said that there was some fishy shit going on with whatever Hayward was saying. Yep. Yeah. That dude's Ultron, and I've I've been saying it. How else would he? He calculated from that moment. He knew what Wanda was capable of and what she would do. So that's why he's Ultron, and he was waiting to get Vision's body back on so that he can hop in and control that body. Just saying. But don't you? Hayward Hayward calculated all of that. I don't know if he would have needed Wanda to do it. He Wanda didn't do anything to build that bot. I mean, other than the drone, but that didn't require her breaking. Hayward. They were needed a thing of, of Wanda's energy, that drone that t- they took back. They already had the machine made that would accept it. They knew exactly what they were doing the whole time in Hayward's Ultron, because who else could calculate something like that? Uh, I mean. No one. We're, we're living, Joseph, no this one. is a world where they've created a synthesoid being. Exactly. Uh, I think they could figure they out how to. They were yeah. ready for that one drone with Wanda's energy to come back. They were ready. 
and they want to prove to the world that Ultron is good because they kill the ultimate threat of the world, which right now it is Wanda. Because that's how Agatha is going to make it. Seem. I don't know if even killing Wanda would show the world that Ultron is good, yeah. since his plan during the entire Ultron movie was to launch a fucking meteoroid into the Earth he is the and kill all life. Awards exist. Yeah, this, this is his redemption arc. This is where people, because everyone hates him in history. Everyone who wants to live like that, if he lived on, and he definitely did, because he uploaded himself in Vision's mind. Bro, Dude, this is the hottest of hot takes. Yeah, I'm just Joseph, I can I can get behind the theory that that Ultron is coming back in some way. I don't think I can get behind the theory that this is Ultron's redemption arc. Yeah, in the no, comics, also, bro, he disguised himself as a human and then came out. At, as Ultron and defeated the Avengers, bro. So He's wasn't your whole to... no timeout? Wasn't your whole yep. argument was that Hayward needed to create a synthesoid being to house Ultron, right? That yes. was the heart He's of your argument. If, no, if, if, how would he get into Hayward unless Hayward was already some sort of human-like synthesoid being? He Ultron, could already do it. Think about like... it. Think about it. Think about it. Ultron has been evolving since since Age of Ultron the movie. He's been evolving for so long. You don't think he'd find a way to enter a human or humans at this point don't have a chip in their no. brain? Dude. Nowhere has it yes, been but said the question Joseph is evolving. Dude, he is. He's still alive after Age of Ultron. You if, think he's gone? Kevin Feige tweets we love to bring mind. back people that everyone thought was gone. He's dude, he's coming back and he's Hayward and he's going into Joseph, I don't, Albino Vision's body and it's happening and Joseph, you, Joseph, accept it. you are absolutely like, is it Charlie from uh, Everything Sunny, Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the fucking board laid out yeah. with all the pins and he's just hair crazed? Just fu- That's you right now, bro. You need to tone it down for just a moment. <laughs> now, hey, listen. You're crazy with it. We may it. not believe it. I don't want to discourage you from believe. Well, I I probably should discourage you from believing it. But I'm going <laughs> to allow it just because I need your mind operating at this level at all times. But this is ridiculous. If this I is am ridiculous. right, if I am right, you're each buy me a six pack of beer I'm whenever right. I turn 21. Absolutely, no. Joseph. Joseph deal. I got you, dog. I will yeah. buy you a 30. I will buy you a you right. 30 rack. If you are right that that Ultron has entered. Hayward's mind and is using it to get his redemption arc. <laughs> no, if I don't I'm even right. think we need to put it at Hayward. I think we need to just set it at if Ultron comes back for a redemption arc, period, in any capacity. Okay. For, for a redemption arc, that. yes. If Ultron comes back, that's not enough. No, no, yeah, that's not I, enough. I, I, I can get behind that one. The redemption arc is where I, because like you saying in the right, comics, fine. he defeated the Avengers. Defeating the Avengers isn't a redemption arc. <laughs> I'll take that bet. It's Ultron's way of getting back at the Avengers. Maybe not his redemption arc, but his way of getting back because he was humiliated and now he doesn't want to be that anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I dig it, Joseph. Uh, Joseph overall, Joseph I dig just it. pumps out the, the the hot takes. It's Marvel. It's a... If dude, they're gonna hear this. They have some algorithm running. Maybe Ultron's listening in. Right now. Maybe Ultron is listening. And he's like, dang, that's a good Uh, idea. I'm going to change that show. I'm going to talk about the outline for the episode now. (laughs) Now that we made it. (laughs) Oh my God, we haven't even started. So I've got it broken down for like Agatha's origin story, then the little beginning part with Agatha and Wanda in the basement. And then after that, it becomes why a sitcom reality? 
how she got the power, Vision and Wanda's early days, creation of Vision and Westview, and then that's that's the, that's the rest. Okay. So, you guys ready? Yes. It's going to be a scene by scene, pretty much. Nice. So Agatha's origin here. Uh, I like that it's just kind of like, yeah, she's definitely a witch. Like it, it's like we're not really going to explain shit here. It's just that like she was alive then, and here we are. She, so she we, she's a bad bitch. Did we get what like time this was? Because I don't remember if they put up it's like, the a Salem old... witch trials. Yeah, oh, it was like is that was what it was for sure? Sixteen something. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about how the mom? She was the only. Obviously, she was the leader of that coven. You know, with the coven. crown that came on. Do you think this crown? Gives this person some extra powers. Well, I something. feel like the crown looks very similar to Wanda's red one, right? Exactly. Which makes sense, correct? So, I mean... but it was red. The different color implying maybe chaos magic, as Wanda's magic is red. Mm-hmm. But it's blue on Agatha's mother. Maybe it's red because she is an X-gene and she is a mutant. And that allows this power or chaos power to be used. It's just so rare that they thought a myth and it could never happen. Well, it is, we find out this episode that Wanda's always had the capacity for magic. But, but not chaos magic. Yeah, so yeah. no, Infinity Stone unlocked a greater Yeah, thing. I was going to say, yeah, that's what my question was going to be. But, well, but so know, let's just talk about that now. Let's just make this episode absolute chaos. Let's just talk about anything that comes so up. So sorry. Um, I was going to ask, because, so I know like, like the Doctor Strange, like those sorcerers, they use uh, um, like some other type of magic. Do you know what it is, Colton? I couldn't tell you off the top. I of my head. I think they no. just call it sorcery. I no, know it's it's some like specific the mystic Pel- arts, pelvic sorcery. No, so there's like there's like multiple different like versions of magic in the Marvel universe, and that's what I was going to ask: is are we sure that the like witches at Salem are like are they are we sure they're not using chaos magic? No, I feel like that's a different. I think the color I feel is like a very reacts at the end that it can't be what they were using then. No, yeah, there's no way. Like, I think the color is just a very simple way of them saying like these are very different types. The blue being the smallest, you know, diameter, then purple getting a little bigger, and then obviously, you know, chaos yeah, so being a little more scary. In so in Marvel, this is also this is different. Uh, this is like the MCU that I'm looking at. There's Asgardian magic, which I actually I think that's the one that they were um, practicing because I saw something about like the crown was like some it was like similar to some crown that uh, like a character from the comics had that was she was uh, like some lady from like uh, Asgard Atlantis oh that learned Asgardian magic from Asgardians wow mm. um the Doctor Strange magic magic is Eldritch magic Eldritch hmm. magic okay and then Chaos magic is what. Vision uses. Not vision, oh, I guess, Wanda. yeah. All different colors, so. Huh. Interesting. It's like, maybe it's like black belt karate, but it's just, you tired you up on the totem pole, the better the magic gets. I See, I don't even know if it's like, I don't know that any of them are necessarily better, it's just it comes from different sources. Well, I'd so, rather have chaos. Okay, maybe. if well, we're obviously. jumping, if we're gonna kind of jump from the beginning scene with Agatha and all the other witches and kind of go to the Infinity Stone scene with Wanda, do you think uh hang on a minute. Okay, back in back in business. 
who did she see coming? You know how she sees this figure coming down. Who was her second personality? All right, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Joe a little bit, a little bit. Here's here I'm going to break it down a little more. I think we're dealing with kind of a dark phoenix type situation, the way that it lies dormant in Wanda for a little bit until it needs to come out. You know, I don't know. And I guess we'll find, or, or maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's just that she has this extra power and that's, but like the fact that that burst forth from the infinity stone, like she could see it. They showed it in her eyes. Like, hmm. is there a chance that it's the mind stone implanting a hallucination because that's, it can kind of do that. I mean, it's the mind stone. It's an infinity stone. Do you think it gave Wanda the ability to look in any dimension? I mean, if you if you're the Mind Stone, you know all. Like you know everything. Like maybe it gave her the sight into other dimensions, and like she, she just hasn't unlocked it yet. Or like a say, dimension like... in which she had chaos power, and then brought that other dimension into her own. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I sound even higher than I already am, and I'm really not. But uh, I was gonna say maybe it's uh... that's a normal thing. Maybe it's like the Mind Stone can see like your, like the like the the peak of your like potential, and yeah, it can see that in her, and so it can see like if it unlocks this power well, so in like, her that she could be this like super powerful being, and so it unlocks that in her. So like mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's what it is because I don't think any like I think it's almost a like Peter Quill type thing where like he was the mm. only one who could have access to this power when it like when exposed to the concept of it you know what i mean like cuz think about how many people have interacted with that stone or interacted with that scepter like nobody's had that reaction like it's just Wanda and we know that she already had the power so to me that's where the chaos magic comes from is like she already was some sort of powerful and then that yeah. like set it off like tenfold you know what i mean that's my potential the potential for magical powers were there and it saw that so it it granted her also the power i would yes i like the phrase knowing this information do you think agatha becomes the most powerful being in the mcu now that we know in the mcu you mean wanda no agatha she completely cancels out wanda if she wants to well, she has to have those well, rooms. She could, and all. she could in that basement where she had. Yeah, she couldn't. Only what, it was only in that basement. Though. What if she never leaves that basement? But she can control she stuff from. Other, she can control stuff from other dimensions away. She said she brought in Pietro's body, dude. I no, I don't think. Wait, what? She couldn't bring in his body because it was yeah. on a different continent and full of holes. I thought yeah. that she had to use magic to make the body seem like it's in no no she specifically said that it worked out and that she controlled the fake pietro but she said it worked out because i couldn't bring your real brother because he's on another continent and full of holes and he points out and and she points out that wanda's like self-doubt is so deep that she believed it and it's it's crazy that like the only reason we thought for a second this could be quicksilver is because he's quicksilver in another movie yes like if this is any other movie franchise we go obviously that is not pietro he doesn't look like mm-hmm. pietro you know but because and he's played quicksilver looking at the fact i mean kind of going further ahead but looking at the fact that she can like spontaneously created fucking vision 
like created potentially an infinity stone. Who's to, who's to doubt that she could potentially just could have created Dude, her that's brother? That's a whole nother conversation. Did she create another infinity stone? In the I reflection mean, of the TV, the last thing to form was the infinity stone. We and saw the, great like, detail. And the fact that not like if it if it, it like whenever she was forming him, if it had been red magic the entire way, I would have said that this was just some creation of her own, and that it, it she didn't yellow. actually create a mind stone. But the fact that it turned yellow as it was creating him makes me think that the mind stone. I mean, shit. Maybe this she is like the mind stone. Power. She got the she got the power from the mind stone. Maybe this is why the mind stone gave her power. She's giving up her power to create vision. Maybe maybe she's I would, giving I think all of the energy. I was going to oh say maybe maybe the mind stone originally gave her power cuz it could see that it would get destroyed. Splitting it is so much more romantic. <laughs> <laughs> because so, it's two parts of a whole cuz vision was her other like half, dude. She like split her soul to create vision. Yeah, mm. because oh, she felt- oh, oh. And wouldn't doing something along those lines kind of make you think the devil's up to some shit? I don't fucking know. I'm just saying the way you worded that is kind of nutty. But hey, it may not happen. <laughs> but damn, if splitting your soul ain't some Voldemort fucking horcrux goddamn devil ass <laughs> shit. Holy shit. Sorry. Okay. It, yeah, that's interesting because if if Mephisto is with Agatha, Agatha only knew... How did Agatha find out that Wanda did this? It was she after her emotion burst, she right? It was after her emotion burst. So Agatha had to have started outside of the hex. Okay. She, yeah. yeah, she started outside the hex. That's our she already said that. But what I was real but the quick, split of the soul say, happened before that I Agatha don't, knew about it. I don't think Agatha's work it like if there is like if this is Mephisto assisted um like Wanda with, with all this or something in that form. I don't think Agatha's working with Mephisto because Agatha doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. Maybe it solidifies it even more. Maybe, maybe Agatha got the access to, to, uh, you know, what kind of magic did they say that was forbidden for her coven? Dark magic. Dark magic. So maybe she was able to use dark magic because she was working with Mephisto or the devil that gave her that power. And then Mephisto kind of gave Agatha a clue like, hey, go over here. This is your next task. Like, this is where you get even more powerful. Like, basically, the, Mephisto can't come into the real world, and he's just sending her, like, hey, go over here. You'll get way more powerful so that we can even do more together. There is – I think there's a possibility that it could be, like, sort of a thing where back in the 1600s, a being like Mephisto granted Agatha that power mm-hmm. and then just didn't really show up again. You know, like kind of just like sent her on her way and let her discover stuff. But like, I feel like there's been too much heavy handed stuff for Mephisto not to tie in somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, but I don't think he has anything to do with this story anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. You so, think it was only back in the 1600s. What I am. Okay. I so, think he could pop up again. Mm, okay. He's but saying think, like he doesn't – Mephisto didn't do anything in the story yet, and he'll – like he's mm. saying he could still pop up and affect it later on. Okay, but he didn't cause anything. But he could have. Directly. Directly. Yeah. But he could have. He could have <laughs> if he granted Agatha that power, yeah. I, okay, so I he's have just, something yeah. to bring up about Agatha that I just want to uh, – fucking damn it. Okay, now it's all kind of fucked up, but 
I just feel like every episode we've seen, or almost every episode, I'm looking through screenshots of every episode, but apparently in episode seven, Breaking the Fourth Wall, she's not wearing it. But that thing uh, took off her mom's chest. She's been wearing in every single episode except for seven, it looks like. I just have to feel like there's some sort of power or something tied to that. And I kind of touched on this a little bit. I can't remember if I just sent this to Colton or if I sent it in the whole group. I really feel like I could totally see this happening where, like, that comes off her neck and you see her shrivel up like what happened to all the other witches. Now, that may be impractical, but, like, I just feel I like that kind of thing is just, like, totally in the I world. think it's something different. You're talking yeah. basically like the Red Woman in Game of Thrones. Like, she gets hella yeah. old if she takes it off. I don't think – I think it's more of maybe this necklace, you know, since the leader of the coven was wearing at one point, maybe it gives – the ability of more power or something along mm. those lines. And she used that power. She took, had to take it off and put it in the dark hole of the book in her basement in order to make everything go crazy in Wanda's mind. And it's, there's kind of even more um, evidence that she was using like some dark, darker magic we haven't seen because whenever she was puppeteering Billy and Tommy, th- her fingers were straight black, like straight black. And we haven't seen that power color we've only seen blue purple orange um yellow and red okay black. yeah i don't know i'm not saying that's a guarantee like that's how i for sure feel i just feel like at the bare minimum there has to be some sort of power attached to that necklace yeah. and that's why she has such an attachment to it i'm sorry boys. it's just rolling like i'm just going off the dome no filter kind of this episode i'm not man, fuck I, it. It. I like it because uh, like at this yeah. point i'm there with you i don't know what the hell to expect here yeah. in the finale uh i mean i have a general idea of what to expect we're definitely getting vision versus vision right oh, oh yeah. 100% okay so here's what i was going to say too sorry miles you go ahead i've been talking a lot you go um i was going to say one uh thinking back to the opening scene um where they're all like you know fighting each other how and what 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 made all of those witches think that uh like after like the mom after she saw all of the other witches shrivel up and die as they were all trying to like you know she thought she could power her, her she probably. she floated up in the air and shot her with the beam I was like all right so she's fucking dead dude I mean that was, that you probably thought mom it's her mom she's got to be the most powerful being in there or at least assumed I'm, to be I'm like, sure she is but she just watched. She like, just watched eight other witches just shrivel up and turn into an old woman. No, no, I'm not yeah. trying to support the logic. I'm yeah. just meaning I don't think she knew that Agatha was for real like that. Like, I think she was like, oh, I'm mom. I'm leader. I can still win this. Like, Maybe she I don't, think, Adela, I don't Adela. think her mom knew that Agatha was packing that thing, too. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. And I don't, think, I don't think that her clapping the other witches was like, a, oh, my God, she's like that. I think it was a more like, oh, they can't handle her. I'm her mom. I'm the leader. I'm I'm like the strongest, whatever. That's that's fair. I just took it immediately as, oh, so she's she's like that. She's about that. Um, also, I've seen some stuff about uh, um, like the necklace that you were talking about, uh, saying that it was uh, like a big like witch thing is like the the mother, the maiden, or like the maiden, the mother, and the crone shit, and that we might potentially see that acted out with uh, um, photon being like the maiden. And then Wanda being the mother, and then Agatha being the crone, because that's like a big like witch thing. Is like the the interaction between all three of those with like the the 
with like the phases of the moon and all that shit, it's super fucking weird. Dude, yeah. I mean, if literally the Salem Witch Trials is canon now, all of that history could also be canon-ish. Like it could follow the legitimate history. Well, what's interesting to me is that like the Salem Witch Trials at this time was conducted by witches when witches betrayed other witches. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, maybe it's just like how the X-Men and the old one were like – ancient egypt you know it was actually ruled by like divine like i mean yeah. hella powerful people maybe it's like you know they're bringing in a really weird time of history that we don't know about that's that's like a mystery to everybody and like they kind of actually question like did some crazy stuff actually go on during that time like and they're kind of like bringing it into reality i wonder how much agatha harkness we get beyond wandavision mm. and if we do i like, i feel like we do because what I was, I uh, was going to say, also with the uh, like with the ma- mother or the maiden, the mother, and the crone thing, I think what would be a cool thing to see is potentially like Vision and White Vision going at it, Vision getting just fucked up, and then it takes Photon, Wanda, and Agatha all going together to beat him. Yes. Yeah, so here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think we lose Agnet, Agatha. I think she gets clapped or loses what yeah. something. I think she's done. Like I don't see her getting out. But of I think. Show. I think she. But, I think she flips good because she hasn't been necessarily evil. She's been trying to figure out what Wanda's doing. Oh. Oh. But, she's but, she's but, done but, it in but, some but, evil ways. But like her motivation has been to try and figure out what the fuck is going on and how yeah, Wanda's I doing all this true. and where she's because gotten she all wants the power. It because I think Agatha can like essentially vulture power. Like, like That's fair. if we're yeah, being honest, be I think the power. only reason she was able to clap all those witches was she was absorbing everything that came her way and then was able to send it right back, dude. In yeah. a sense. But here's what I'll say. I think that. Agatha, have you noticed that Agatha has always been encouraging Wanda to have children? Like since the beginning, she's kind of been very a big high proponer or proponent. She's been a fan mm. of that happening. Let's yeah. just go with that. Now that they have powers, don't you feel like it would be very easy to suck the fucking life and power out of some little kids? Or that Agatha created those children? I don't think that's it, but I think Agatha can take that shit from them is what she's hoping to do and ultimately building up, building up, building up to get to Wanda. Now, here's what I think. I could see this happening and this is just a theory I just came up with. It might not, it might be ridiculous, whatever. I think we lose Agatha. I think she doesn't make it out of the show. Next episode, I don't think Agatha makes it out. Here's what I will say. We saw her talking to the bunny, right? And assuming she's not just being all like kooky, I'm a witch, I'm crazy, let me talk to my animal, fucking fuck with your head or whatever. If we're assuming that that's what, Ralph is her husband's name, right? Or whatever. Ralph is her husband and potentially if they follow the the Nicholas Scratch is her son in the comics. Okay. I feel like to not to go back, like I'm going to go back to Harry Potter. Um, What's the character in Goblet of Fire? The one that takes for, he pretends to be Mad-Eye Moody. Um, the disowned son of the big guy, Crump. I, yeah, or, I don't know. I couldn't tell I, you. I don't know Harry Potter well enough. Okay, hang on. I got to – well, anyway. The rabbit is Agatha's dad, and it turns out to be Magneto, and that was Agatha's dad, and, like, that's how they got so – like, I don't know, dude. Like, 
what if that's how Magneto is entered into the universe? And then it turns out to be Wanda's dad, too. And Agatha and Wanda are brother and sister. So here we're going with Magneto is 700 years old. Nah, his house was old, but not that old, dude. They had electricity and stuff. So, yeah, that's not him. But who knows, bro? I mean, okay, this is what I also was thinking. What if we see Agatha die? Just like in The Mandalorian, where Assassin Lady Girl, I always forget her name. I'm so sorry to that girl because I really like her role in The Mandalorian. Fennec Shand. And then, yeah, yeah, Shand. What if her, what if Agatha's storyline is just like hers? We think she dies, but then her boba is Mephisto. Okay. And then brings, you know, she comes back and then she says, Mephisto was the one who allowed me to be Joseph, my mother and stuff like that. This is why you need to keep going. Yes. Just because this some is, of your like shit that. is ridiculous, I can totally see that happening. But This is the hot take from Joseph that I can get behind. Yeah, no, here's what I will say. I just still think I could see, like, I just still feel like Agatha gets clapped or doesn't make it out of the episode. But I think that Nicholas Scratch, if that's her son, or Ralph as her husband, and they're a powerful being, they make it out and maybe they are, like, on the run and, like, Shit, who knows what goes from there. I could see something like that happening. But I right. feel like Agatha is gone, personally. It could, definitely, it could definitely be Mephisto. Like, it doesn't have to be that old. Agatha was alive in the 1600s, and look at her. She's still young. Yeah, the necklace could be making her appear young. Or she could slow down aging completely yeah. with chaos power. Or the Darkhold. If the oh, devil yeah, is, yeah. In, you know, he lives infinitely long. Yeah, that's that's why I was agreeing with you earlier on Mephisto possibly granting her that power early on. Yeah, and I like that. I like him still crap. being around now. Also, like the idea of her dying and then being brought back is not like it's let me ask something that would part. that would make sense in like comic wise because she's died multiple times. And let also looking at it right now, the last time she like whenever she, one of the times she died in the comics, she got killed by Wanda. Do you yeah. do you honestly think? If one of those things happened that we've been talking about, if even one of them, which is insane, if one of them becomes to be true, how are they going to accomplish that in two or maybe three episodes? I think we need to be entertaining. There's one episode left, maybe two. Oh, yeah, one. Oh, yeah. So you actually think they can complete all that in one episode? If even one of those things comes true? No. Well, no, we know it's gonna, well here's why I feel confident that they can wrap this up is that, for one, we know we're getting the longest episode we've gotten this whole season. Yeah. Just given off of the – if we're still going off of that, that there's going to be six hours of runtime, we know it's like roughly an hour and 15, and that's like a ballpark. I'm just guessing. I don't yeah. have the number. I'm thinking we get a, like an hour-long episode. Minimum, yeah, I think we get a minimum yeah. hour long. So I trust that they can wrap up most everything in an hour. And we also know we're almost certainly ending on a massive cliffhanger. So they don't have pressure to wrap every single plot, everybody's storyline, all right up right here. Next episode. And again, and again, I don't think we get any filler at any point in this whole episode. I think it is going to be front to back fucking nuts. That's personal. I think my bet, my bet is that next episode, the cliffhanger at the end, will be Agatha turning the rabbit into the actual person who it is. We don't see it, but we obviously know that it's changed. We see Wanda's on her face. Early. We see Wanda's yeah, that's going to happen early. No, I think it's that episode. We think it's the end. And we're like, what the heck? This is the biggest cliffhanger to the next movie. That's when they release the trailer for season two or the 10th episode. Why? That's fair, because that makes the most sense. I don't think we're getting a second season because this isn't the type of TV show that really fits with a second yeah. season. The Doctor Hart... 
or whatever, Mr. Hart. His Mr. Hart dinner. dinner. The dinner was on a different day, and I don't think the heart was over the number of the day. It was just in the middle, and it was yeah, it was just it was too. over the whole like yeah, and it was day. colored in too. So it's completely different. It falls in the week between freaking Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the last episode that we think of the Wandavision. They're definitely putting something in that week, and it's going to be something. It's fair. Um, I, like it, I like it a lot, but there is also the fact that. The heart has been an illusion the entire time to the note vision left on that property. True, but everything in the show means something. Everything. The milk carton <laughs> of the missing boy we thought was just, you know, a callback to something. But then we saw when Wanda originally created the hex, at a time a poster was that missing boy. Like it's everything is tied in. Everything. Everything is. And I I fully believe that we're hey, getting a tenth episode. If you're hey, say, Joseph, we can't stop you from believing that. <laughs> I just don't want your hopes to get hurt if we don't get yeah. any more after this Thursday. Trust me, I got, not I got excited enough that we were getting some big cameo for this past episode. I'm not getting my hopes up that we get an extra episode. Trust me, my hopes will not, or my I won't be mad because I come up with the most outlandish shit all the time, <laughs> and I'm never disappointed. I just love to talk about this stuff, and that's why. You know, I, I'm just literally spitting with no filter. I wouldn't do this. I am, man. We're getting emotional I'm, here. I love y'all. <laughs> I really think this last episode is going to be like the the. It's going to be the last episode of Mandalorian, like of season two, for two hours straight, where it's just constant like stuff happening. Only the difference is instead of the ending of season two, like the season two episode is. You know, Grogu leaving, and then we get this, you know, the, the sneak peek for uh, the Book of Fett TV show. I think the ending mm. is, is a little bit closer to the ending for season one, where it gives a little more cliffhangers to leave us ready for the next, like, TV shows and movies that are going to be coming out. True. I like, I do like that. Yeah. I, like I think that. we're going to get a lot of action and then a cliffhanger ending. Do we that, have our own answers to where the, the whole pod? show answer like it answers most of our question but still leaves us with enough questions as to what's going to happen later yeah should i don't have our I, own commercial it, like in the wandavision should we make our own commercial for the pod real quick because i can do one right now i mean go for it sure. what? hubba bubba the best gum that you can immediately put in your mouth and get the most flavor out of sometimes even cut it in quarters maybe in half you cut it all over just to get as much flavor as you can but then after Two minutes of chewing, that flavor is absolutely gone. Buy more Hubba Bubba today at your nearest con store. <laughs> con. All right, Joseph, I thought you were going to do like some like WandaVision themed episode or like commercial. I didn't think you were going to go straight into a Hubba Bubba commercial. Let's dive deep into this commercial because Here, I remember we're saying cut get in quarters or cut in half. And what do they do to Vision this episode? They cut them in half. They cut them. <laughs> they cut them everywhere to get as much as they could out of them. I infused oh it all in, boys. Dude, we're gonna get a cease and desist from Hubba Bubba for that. <laughs> Bro, we just gave him the most free advertising ever. Go oh, hire me. God, this episode is... is just all over the place. I'm so fucking here for it. Okay. Uh. God, I had no clue where that this was conversation going. started, which was, or at least there was one point where we were talking about vision versus vision. I <sighs> think something that's key to look at is going to be, can vision use the mind stone? Like, cause you remember he can shoot out of that fucking mind stone. Yeah. I think, 
If he can do that, I'm all here for the Mindstone being real. I'm all here for her creating it or whatever has to be yeah. to make that thing real. Do you think he can only do it inside the hex, or can he go that's, outside the ooh, hex? Ooh, that's a good question. See, yeah. I don't have an answer. For I, think, I think I think if have he an can answer. go outside the hex and do it, then that it, it confirms she just recreated Vision and gave and like recreated the mind. But then stone. there's two mind stones at once. No, the mind. Yes, we can. The Mind Stone doesn't exist anymore. It's it's like it's been reduced down to atoms, same as all the other stones. Because the they brought white it back in time, and that's the timeline that we're at. No, they brought them back in time. Yeah, what? That's what Cap did at the very end of Endgame. He yeah, brought he all brought the them back to back. the original to their original timelines, but they still get destroyed in this timeline. Mm-mm, that they fixed that. No, they're but still. The snap gone. never happened in the first place, dude. Yeah, no, the, no, the snap still happens. They just brought everyone back. Dude, that means there's no, there's two mind stones. Then. The important no. thing. Wait. No, it's all the so fucking confusing. No, all the all the all the infinity stones are still gone. They fixed the timeline. That was the whole scene between yeah, the headmaster right. girl and Bruce Banner. Yeah, no, that was the whole point. Point of that. no, their thing was if they this... don't is if they don't bring them back, it creates split timelines. But whenever they bring them back, it returns them so the timeline doesn't split, and so it returns them to the correct oh, timeline Joseph. that they're supposed to Joseph. be on. But that timeline still continues on. If there was all the mind stone, if all the stones were still available, then I guess in that case, if the snap, yeah. if the only snap was the Tony Stark snap, then that means that the blip never happened, and no one would be able to talk about it. Exactly, no but the blip no, did no. happen. No, yes. because the, the people who the lived original, it... Find the original snap where half of the population exactly, the whole no. universe was wiped out wouldn't have ever happened. Uh, and so there would have been no blip to happen. The people that weren't blipped, they right? can remember it because Holy they lived shit. those... No, because they fixed the timeline. It's five years, and it was went on to the other timeline where the snap happened, half people died. Then they fixed the timeline, so only that group that didn't get blipped knows that the blip happened. Imagine if everyone came no, back from the blip, they wouldn't know anything the, because they went exactly to where they started from. They don't know what just happened. The, the issue with that, Joseph, is Monica if they did that, was alive. all those people, yes, because she didn't experience those five years. But the issue with your thing is if, it, if that was the way it worked, then all those people that aged five years would have de-aged five years. No, that's not what I'm saying at yes. all. Yes. Because no, for that to be the way that that timeline works, because oh, no. that is the implication of what. Nuh-uh. Yes, no, because it's not. what you're saying, Joseph, no, is they is, is they went back in time to the blip and made no. it so that way it didn't happen. They that didn't make the blip I'm not saying. happen. The not blip still saying. happened. Dude, let me explain. The snap happened, right? There was five years in between Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Those five years happened. It took them five years to fix it. They would have to fix it immediately. For no one to know that it happened. But there were five years apart. People aged. People lost their sons, their daughters, their mothers, their fathers. They lived that time. And they still remember it afterwards. But the people who blip back think that they were nothing happened. They think nothing happened at all. So though only the people that did not get blipped know of that occurrence. That's that's what I'm saying, and that checks out. If time were to work this way in the MCU, uh, Joseph, just let me tell you, just because I just looked it up, Marvel confirmed that the Infinity Stones are all destroyed after the defeat of, of Thanos in Endgame. But not in the timeline we're at, because we're going to get a yes. Loki thing too, and that's in no. A different but that's timeline. the thing, because of the fact that they affected that timeline. 
So this isn't this isn't a closed loop timeline. It's an open loop. So because they went back and affected that timeline, that whole timeline is now split from our timeline. Mm. So that Infinity Stone has left the timeline and create a new timeline that that Infinity Stone now lives in. Our time, like the Mar- this Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline, is still just continued along. Thanos blip. Thanos destroys the Time Stone. They go back, get Time Stones, bring them back, or get Infinity Stones, bring them back with them, undo his blip, not him destroying the Time – or not him destroying the Infinity Stones. That's what I was trying to say. Return yeah. them no. and then come back and continue living. No, because it's basically they went in a straight line in time. The snap happened for real. Then they broke off a little bit to fix it, went back in time to fix it, and then the thing – the future that – would have happened if Thanos didn't snap played on there. The It only happened once. It's, there's no loop involved. It's just they go back once, and then what would have happened if Thanos didn't snap carried on? No, but see, that's the thing. What would have happened if Thanos didn't snap doesn't happen because Thanos still snaps, and so that's why all these people that lived out their lives lived out their lives through the snap. <laughs> Colton's loving this. And the other people know about the snap happening, even though they didn't live through it. Also, once again, Marvel confirmed that all the Infinity Stones are gone. No, yeah, yeah, in that otherwise they, no, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe no, timeline. Okay, there's look, multiple. look, 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 look. No, look. there's not multiple timelines. Order, there's multiple no, universes. There in are order multiple. to set right what Thanos did, they had to go back and get the stones before Thanos got them right. And then they brought him back. So they brought all the people back, right? But in order to bring all the people back, all the people had to get like taken away first. So yeah. Thanos would how, how, the stones. How do we not know that we're in Loki's timeline? How do we not know that? He okay, definitely so made another timeline there. We don't know that, but like we can infer that. <laughs> okay, that and even if we are in Loki's timeline, then the only ti- the only Infinity Stone still existing is Loki's. No, because they're going with the official theory that we have now. They're going – the MCU is the current way that we think time works. They're using the, the math that it works because we discovered that before Endgame came out. Literally, that discovery was made before Endgame came out. How we believe that time works, and they're doing that exactly, and I'm a nerd about this stuff, so I just know it from the bottom of my heart, and that's how it works. It yes, happens but, once. but Joseph, the whole thing was they didn't change what Thanos did. That was Tony's whole thing. They couldn't they go did. back because otherwise they could have gone back and just stopped him from ever blipping. They didn't change the blip or what happened mm-hmm. afterwards. No, they couldn't because they remember, brought Agent everyone Rose back. Says, Agent Rose says, why don't we just kind of, you know, baby Thanos and kill well, yeah. him? They couldn't do that. Because yes, that's but Tony's whole thing was we can't undo. We can't undo what Thanos did. We're just bringing people back. Mm-hmm. Thanos is <laughs> gone out of existence forever. Gone. Yes. But Joseph, in order to do what they did in Endgame, they had to let what happened in Infinity War still happen. I, that was yes. the whole point of returning the stones. I'm going to speak for the first time in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Go. Moving on. Go. Let us have it. We've been back. <laughs> Moving on. This argument Ooh. is not going to go anywhere. Both of you guys are on your own sides, and it's not going to change. 
I can't wait for this pack of beer, man. I cannot yeah. wait for this pack of beer. <laughs> yeah, why don't we move on to the next scene? Because I don't think we've gotten past, like, I don't think we've even started in the yeah. flashbacks. Uh, so uh, during that whole argument, <laughs> I was able to pound three alcoholic beverages. So here we are. Um, <laughs> let's talk about why a sitcom reality. You know, uh, we, we get this first flashback of Wanda with her family. Uh, back in Sokovia, Agatha lets her know she loves the Cold War aesthetic. It's wonderful, and uh, it's 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 a lovely moment between uh, the Maximoffs, right? Fuck are you, laughing at Kyler. I see yeah. you. Over, I see you over here. Am I? Am I? Can y'all hear me? It's just the transition. Yeah, it's just. I the can transition hear you. You had into we're done, and let's talk about a sitcom reality. Why that? It was just oh my god! It was so funny. You were just enough, bro, children. It had Let's been move fifteen on. minutes, bro. I'm so sorry, but there are some nerds out there that needed that talk to happen. I swear it. I, I I'm connecting with you, Jimmy. I know you wanted me to say that. You're welcome, Jimmy. Dude, if there's a guy named Jimmy out there that was thinking that. That's crazy. He's gonna be so hyped. Think about that. Hey Jimmy, fuck you, Jimmy. You're wrong. Between between Colton drinking the fucking twisted teas and Joseph just being so steadfastly wrong, I just couldn't <laughs> hold it anymore. I had to keep laughing. But let's move on before Joseph starts getting pissed again. So let's get it going. Got you, Jimmy. It all stems from Ultron, man. Everything. I, I think it's just gonna keep doing. Ultron that. calculated freaking. Thing. Yeah, I say we just. Punches. All right, so yeah, nine, four, ten. Five so, why a sitcom reality? <laughs> why What's a up? sitcom? We got reality? the Maximoffs back Good in their point. apartment in Sokovia, and they're uh, they're they're gonna have TV night. And uh, we see them open this chest of, of DVDs, and it's just Malcolm in the Middle, I Love Lucy, uh, Bewitched. Just this... Malcolm in the Middle didn't come out yet. By the way, little con. I don't think Ma- Malcolm in the Middle wasn't it in was. there, was it? It was. It was. Oh, okay. I didn't see it in there. Maybe alternate reality. Maybe we are in Locust uh, Home. Uh, well, no. It could have technically been out. It didn't. Out, it said the year. said the year. It wasn't yeah. out yet. came out in the 2000s. There, That was back in like the 90s. A year in the 90s or late 80s, started I started in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, well, if, if, we're, if we're to assume It wasn't out. Like, I saw a TikTok that yeah, no, Malcolm in the Middle started in 2000, and this definitely wasn't in the early 2000s, so That's it wasn't out yet. I guess I'm going off, like, if Ultron, Age of Ultron happens and Wanda's, like, 20-something, mm. that, like, this couldn't have been that long ago. I guess it was Wanda watching the memory, and maybe, I don't know, I don't know, I, I think they were really meant... To be in that year, and they try to put movies and things that came out in that year. I think well, they, they just put all up. the stuff that the show. I think been they just kind of by so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they just kind of messed up. They were they had some like you know they saw some old movies at a thrift store to put in a drawer, and Malcolm Middle happened to be in there, and a guy was like, "Yeah, that probably was out sure. by then." But uh, so it's Wanda's night to choose a TV show, right? And uh, she chooses uh, an episode of Dick Van Dyke. And uh, it's a really lovely moment where they all sit around. And on this night, the rule is they only use English. So maybe that's part of why they've been using – they haven't had an accent this whole time. 
in the sitcom reality. She only watched mm-hmm. American sitcoms. She didn't do anything else. That's true. Uh, so, and- but she sees her parents. She looks back at her parents sitting on the couch. Uh, her dad's legs crossed, his arm around her mom. And it's exactly the moment that she has kept creating over and over with her and Vision during uh, the end of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Also, the Sokovian greeting, putting the hands over the eyes, was also her parents did that. And then whenever the Hart family came over, yeah, you know, they did it to, to the guests, and they're like, that's the Sokovian greeting, blah, blah, blah. So she also got that from her parents. Bro, and it was, like, it was such a cute up. moment. It was like, like, for a moment, I was like, man, we're getting like a real heartwarming memory here. This is strange. And then it's, <gasps> and I was like, ah, god damn. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie. The first I, I was because I, it also was part of the be, partly because I was watching it with my roommate. But whenever I like first watched that, um, I laughed a little bit because I was expecting it, and like it was so heartwarming. And I was like, God, they're about to fucking die because I knew what was gonna happen because I knew that they died. And I was like, There's about to be a fucking just mortar that hits their building, and then it happened. And I I let out a quick laugh because it was so like so unexpected, I mean, and I was like. <laughs> Fuck. It was, it and was then they sat there and I was like, and we see, like, that's sad. We see Pietro and, uh, yeah. hell, bro. You're Wanda going taking... to hell, dude. Mephisto was getting you. Oh, man. That is... Oh, damn. Sorry. But we see Wanda and Pietro take cover, uh, underneath, like, up underneath the bed, and, uh, they watch a Stark, bo- Stark bomb hit and, uh, not explode. And they sit and they see the TV still playing. And Wanda looks at it and she says, at the end of the episode, you realize it was all a bad dream. None of it was real. And young Wanda reached out her hand as though she was ca- casting a spell. And then Agatha pulls her back. So, are we to assume this is what want Like, is this some sort of weird time loop thing? Or is this just the memory? I think, I think it's- Agatha is looking into Wanda's okay, yeah. memories. I think it's Agatha watching my her first memories. impression was that Which Wanda really- created a time loop on accident. Being in that memory and then stopping the bomb. And that's like how that... Yeah. But gotcha. on rewatch, I didn't think that was so much the case, yeah. obviously. But first watch, I was a little... Yeah. I, think I really Agatha, liked... I think when Agatha was saying, like, this is your cue, like, you're on, I think that was her way of saying, like, I know what's going to happen anyways, but I want to make you live through it so you're emotional enough to tell me mm-hmm. what's going on so I, I can replicate this. I get this. you for sure. Yeah. I also really liked the fact that they, like, said, like, that that was why the bomb never went off. Because I remember thinking, and, like, I've I've remembered it now... But whenever like they originally went through it and it said that the bomb just didn't go off, I was like, that seems weird that the like a Stark bomb didn't go off because the whole thing with Stark weapons is that they were like yeah. great. I was like, that just seems weird that it just hit her building and just she watched it blink for a couple days and it just never it went makes off. Makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I never put that together. Wow, she is. There is a that is a power to manipulate reality or yeah, probability. probability like you can do literally anything. What if Doctor Strange teaches Wanda to hone that in? Because he's definitely read all those books, probably. He probably knows about chaos magic. He knows about everything. What if he... What if Agatha and Mephisto become the big, big bad, and Doctor Strange needs to help Wanda defeat them? And in order to do that, Doctor Strange teaches Wanda, hey, you literally anything you want, you can do. Yeah. I don't know, man. And that's... She literally just thinks of a reality in which they defeat them, and then it happens. Maybe she thought, "Well, but you know, Agatha says that 
Wanda prevented the bomb from exploding using a probability hex. And Wanda's like, no, it was just a dud. We were trapped there for two days. And Agatha's like, ah, what I see is a traumatized little girl, a baby witch, unaware of what she can do with years of therapy ahead of her. And she's like, but that doesn't explain Westview. It doesn't explain what you've done recently. And she asks where she got that power to uh, to create something like Westview. And then another door appears. And here we enter how she got that power. And we already talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, here Agatha questions the volunteering for Hydra. And Wanda simply says that they wanted to change the world. That was their only intention after their parents died. It wasn't like... It didn't even really matter the cause. It was just like, we're going to change the world. And uh, we see Wanda enter a room with Loki's scepter where she is about to get experimented on. And the, the, mind fl- the Mind Stone floats off the scepter and toward Wanda. And uh, she reaches out and touches it. And when it explodes in her face, we uh, see the energy erupt and show the uh, silhouette of the Scarlet Witch. We already talked about this briefly. Well, not brief, not so briefly, but we talked about it. And... Uh, it's just, it's just a, it was a beautiful scene. Like when I saw that, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was very like, uh, almost like, it would have been like if we would have seen what Peter Quill saw whenever Ego tapped him, you know, and his eyes mm-hmm. got like galaxy. super like mm-hmm. pretty galaxy E. Like, yeah. I can only imagine what he saw, but like this was like actually seeing I it. Love, I love that it reminded me Hydra of- did. So, so, yeah, I did love that Hydra didn't see any of it. That was a really cool thing that they were like, what the fuck is going on? And like, she, like, yeah, just like the think, sitcom. Like, Wanda was already doing what yeah, she's doing. That's what I got out of it, too. That the Scarlet movie. Witch already has, like, maybe it's yeah. the Scarlet Witch who controls the sitcom, you know, like, or did initially. Yeah. So, what I want to know is this. Do you think – does this mean Wanda is the first actual Scarlet Witch or, like, the first person to have that yeah. power? Like, okay. That's the that, impression that, I get from Agatha it, that, being just it. amazed by what she can do. Like, you're supposed – she says, like, yeah. you're, you're no, supposed I'm, to be a yeah. myth, like a, 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 a witch of spontaneous creation or what or whatever. Like, it's mm-hmm. – Well, but the fact that there's, like, a myth about it makes me think that there's been true, one in the past. True. Because well, like, like generally like, like myths are based off what if it's of sort of like some type thing. Yeah, but like you could have like Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking that. Like Maybe. it's a power that everyone or like a an old theoretical power but that no one's ever or done. like a being that no one has ever seen yeah. or like hasn't actually ever been but like it's mm-hmm. a myth almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. But you know, back in uh after after all this, since we've already touched on that for a while, Wanda's back in her isolation and she continues watching sitcoms. I like that that's just, like, been the thread throughout her life is that, like, that's that's what she's fallen back on for comfort for the most part. And, like, like a lot of us, you know, she's she's a human person who watches sitcoms. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, the scientists watch the footage of what happened. And, you know, like we said, the cameras cuts and she's on the ground. Like, it's just it's she's doing what she does in the TV show already in reality. And when Wanda rises and approaches the TV behind her, Agatha and Wanda continue to discuss that Agatha has a a theory judging off this clip, but she needs more. Because, I think because Agatha was there, she saw it too, right? She wasn't watching on a screen. No, she was definitely watching it. She was a bystander watching it like a show, eating popcorn or whatever. So, yeah, she definitely is in Wanda's mind. So, uh, next, that brings us to Vision and Wanda's early days. 
at the uh, we're we're with Wanda watching Malcolm in the Middle at the Avengers compound, the uh, first home that she shared with Vision. She remarks, and I thought that was like super devastating. Just like God damn. And then the scene just gets more and more heart wrenching a little bit. She explains uh, to Agatha that Pietro was dead and she was in a new country completely alone. And uh, in the memory, Wanda calls Vision into the room and they have a cute back and forth here where Vision is like trying to be sweet, you know, and Wanda's not really susceptible to it at the moment. And uh, he just sits next to her and watches the show. And uh, we see Brian Cranston have uh, all his uh, hard work collapse on him in Malcolm in the Middle. And uh, Vision looks at Wanda and is like, is that funny because of the the grave injury he just experienced? And uh, Wanda explains that, quote, he's not hurt, it's not that kind of show. And I feel like that's why she created this whole thing. That's pretty much the environment she's trying to create. Every time she gets hurt or feels vulnerable, she tries to end mm-hmm. that feeling. That exactly. She okay. And uh, Vision says he can't know what she's feeling here. He's like, uh, he wish, he wishes that she would tell him, though. And they discuss for a moment, and she says that the only thing that will bring her any comfort is if she can see Pietro again. Vision nods and turns away, realizing there isn't much he can do here. And uh, Wanda says that she's sorry, that she's so tired. It's just a wave that keeps knocking her down over and over again, this pain. And she says it's eventually going to drown her. And Vision says it won't. Because it can't all be, be it can't all be sorrow, can it? He says he's always been alone, so he doesn't feel the lack. It's all he's ever known. He's never experienced loss because he's never had a loved one to lose. Then he says the line that everyone's taken away from this. But what is grief if not love persevering? And uh, did, did you hear that? That's the sound of yeah. uh, screenwriters everywhere letting out an audible. Fuck. I don't know if you guys saw that tweet. It's been getting me pretty hard. Making him say that because that's such a Tommy thing to say. Look, I don't care if people think it's corny or not. And honestly, what took the bar, like, took that line up another notch for me, I sent this tweet to Colton and Joseph. It was a guy who basically said, like, this year's been hard for him. He's lost, I think he said, like, his wife to COVID. He lost his son. He's lost his grand or his dad and, like, guys had a shitty go of things and he said that this line was like something that truly like made him feel a whole different type of emotion about them like the well that's what's important about this line too is that like the people who are making fun of it it's like sure but that's never been what marvel's about you know like it's it's about resonating with people like a robot said that like yeah i was and was, it makes it more special that way. Like, but they've created this character who's a robot, and usually, like, you know, Terminator, they say some stupid stuff. They're non-human. They say computer-like mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But you hear he's more of a human. You know, he's learning to be more of a human. Right. Than- and that's something Wanda only – that only comes out around Wanda. And this is, yeah. like I said earlier, this is the beginning of that. This That's and, why it's so, like – that's why it hits so hard is it's like – this dude just a second ago couldn't figure out if something was funny or not because of a guy maybe getting fucking crushed by his own roof. And now all of a sudden that same character from 30 seconds ago has just figured out how to feel and how to have emotion. Well, yeah. And also, like, I don't understand yeah. why to people a degree. Come, like – To a degree. Yeah, come at him for being – for the, like this quote being corny. Of course it is. Like, I mean, I feel like 
if if something is like a, like a robot or like a sentient thing like that, the only way it's going to learn is by like looking stuff up, and like. So I feel like if you look up how to deal with grief, there's probably a quote somewhere that says something cheesy like that, and that's all that's all it's going to know at the beginning is super right. cheesy, you know, things. And also, cheesy but, things are also generally true. But it's facts. Yeah, that, it's it straight really facts. Is. And I like yeah. here, like what Kyler was saying a second ago, that robot like a few seconds ago who wasn't sure if something was funny or not, or whether it was supposed to be funny. After he says this to Wanda, he turns back to the TV and laughs. You know, like, but I, and, and I feel like he's only this receptive and this attentive and like trying to be more humanoid yeah. for Wanda. I mean, you I see it even Every when he's time. trying to cook for her and he like, or we talk about it, the more and more think, I think Wanda is controlling vision. Dude. He's, he's this super robot that doesn't say anything human like, and then all of a sudden he's sitting on a bed with her and talking philosophically and stuff. Like, I don't know. The more we talk about it, the more I'm just thinking. No, but you do also need to remember, Joseph, that this is right after like all the stuff in Ultron and like around the times of like the uh, like Civil War and shit. And so she's under house arrest in essence, mm-hmm. with with Vision being the only one there. So it makes sense that he sees that she's sad and everything, and so he would want to spend time with her because of the fact that she's he's supposed to be there to watch her. Or Wanda's on house arrest. She's sad. She doesn't have anyone. She's lonely. Hmm, let me bring this no. guy through in the wall. Maybe he wasn't. That's to fair walk too. In. That's fair too. So you can flip it on its head every time. Every everything. This this little memory. Wow. What this little joke. memory here even got Agatha. She's got a tear rolling down her eye, and uh, she looks to Wanda. And she says, "So parents dead, brother dead, and Vision dead. What happened when he wasn't there to pull you back from the darkness?" And Agatha pushes her a little bit more, speaking her into that memory, the sadness, and then Wanda remembers. And that brings us to the creation of Vision and Westview. And we uh, we see her. Wait, wow. we skipped. We skip no, we're, we're right here. Yeah, I, I, that's part of it. I've got it. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. And the deed, dude. Oh, well, the, I should have never doubted too. you, but I just thought it was that and then sword and then the Westview. Oh, yeah. That, and see, no, like, the want, deed with the, the sword step into it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay so okay. this is the only thing that I kind of pull off of the 10th episode thing because the heart shows up again, you know, outlining visions like to grow old in mm-hmm. on the house deed. And like it could literally just be a nod to that later in the like yeah. a foreshadow sort of thing. So like I could just be talking straight I nonsense. Okay. But and just, I like your brain. <laughs> I like I love where you've taken it because yeah. it does make this exciting. It does it does Yeah. Again, Joseph, you hit like one out of every ten, and like you. That's said what I was gonna today, say. One, you said one today. That was like fucking fantastic. Yeah. So like, you hit one of ten, but that, but that one is worth the nine. It is like more big brain than any of like yeah. anything I've ever said. Yeah. That that one yeah. is is worth the nine. You know, the steaming nine, hot the, takes. The ones that well, thank you for have three more know. episodes when we're supposed to have one. Well, thanks for, for filling my episode or my ego right now. It's it's really feeling good. I feel like that was a very uh, compliment sandwich type thing where we insulted you and also complimented you, and you just chose to go down the compliment one. And hey, you go, Joseph. You yeah, it's just a good old backhanded compliment. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah yeah. 
Well, it's it, well, it's because ultimately it is positive. We do love, we do like, regardless of like how outlandish the shit is, we love hearing it. You know, like I do. I know I do. Yeah. It's just yeah. that. Yeah. Like all yeah. character in the show that you watch, you're watching it for the main three, but then this guy comes along and you're just like, <laughs> eh, we withstand him. But like, you know, he says some cool stuff every now and then. Like, so we well, got to, Joseph. You know, there there's the one really great thing that you say, and then the one 15 minute argument that we have about how many Infinity Stones there are, and then you know a couple other you know hot takes. No matter what, I'm it's just wonderful. a very passionate. No matter what, it is wonderful. When God made, yeah, my makeup is you know the trend on TikTok is the whole whole gallon jug full of passion. Just passion. Maybe Joseph passion. possesses chaos magic. Wait, I don't know. Have we considered that? Awesome. He's pounded. Beers. Wait, Joseph, how were you created? I thought you nutted on the universe and created everything. This is true. So I basically chose what I wanted to be. I'm only allowed to tell you 10% of With what chaos do. magic, we know it's Joseph. <laughs> if there's anybody. But. I mean, I have every rare... I have every rare disease known to man. I probably do have some magic stuff in me, and I'm not using it, so I'm getting my body shutting down. Let's, Let's go, boys. Into the creation of Vision and Westview. So Wanda marches into Sword here, ready to see Vision, and she uh, she begs the guy at the uh, the front. She says, please, when I came back, he was gone. He deserves a funeral at least. And uh, he gets a call from the higher-ups, and she looks directly into the camera like, God, I fucking hate you. And uh, she lets herself through the door with her powers, and she marches down to Hayward's office. And uh, Hayward shows her what they've done here. Uh, she looks down on a dismembered body of vision. God, this she's is like, horrifying. I hate she's it. She's like, why are you showing me this? And he's like, you asked to. And I was like, fuck this guy. Dude, he's very literal. Very literal, like a robot. He says you want to bring it back online. Who says that? Not a human. Back to life. Well, whenever you're talking about a robot. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I just think he's insensitive as fuck because he's yeah. an asshole. I no, no I think he's a prick. I think he's an asshole, and he has one goal, and that's to bring a he's weapon back online. For, for weapon, bring for him it back to online, and also on the third part, How said I can't let you put three billion dollars of vibranium in the dirt. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. It was a, it was a. How would he it was a dickhead line. Exact price. He's calculating. Well, they've had everything. possession of Vision's body for some time. Yeah. Nope. They were just egging it on. They've like, had it for come yet. Like, oh my god, come get his body so I can start this master plan. Of Joseph, mine. they've had it for five years. I'm just saying, dude. Hayward <laughs> is up to something. Yeah. That that line by Hayward of the "I'm not going to let you put three billion dollars worth of vibranium in the ground." Huge dick for that line, but also a pretty funny line. Who would say that as a human? For someone going into grief? Oh, never mind. Not a, a human. Federal oh, agent would say something well, like that. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah, have dickhead. Woo as a Fed, bro. We have the best person alive as a Fed. Yeah, but Jimmy Woo's a nice person. Hey, yeah, where Jimmy Woo? Hey, where Jimmy Woo is the least Fed Fed in existence. Jimmy Woo, twenty twenty four. Am I hearing Jimmy Woo, twenty twenty four? We're just we're just gonna expand the the Wooniverse into into our, into our real into real life with freaking Darcy as VP as Secretary Monica? of State. God, reform. But uh, you know, uh, Hayward shows her what they've done, and uh, 
Wanda sees his severed head and out loud she tells them to stop it. And uh, she asks what they're doing and Hayward explains that they're dismantling the most advanced sentient weapon there is and that it's their obligation to do so. Wanda says she just wants to bury him. And Hayward, and at the point, the first time I was watching this, I was like, is it Hayward who convinces her to bring him back to life? Like, because he was like, he was like, not many people have the power to bring her family yeah. back online. Because you're still or, working. Yeah, because I guess at that point, we hadn't seen her recreate Vision, so we're still working under, under the assumption mm-hmm. that she steals exactly. him. Another thing, the box, knowing that they needed Wanda's magic to bring this Vision they wanted back online, they had that machine built to take Wanda's power out of a thing and to bring it back online. Just saying, he knew this all along. He's calculating everything. Yeah, but why wouldn't he have let her take him right then and there? That would have yeah, been... I don't think... He didn't... I can't believe that he would know that if she didn't take that vision, that she would go to some fucking town in New Jersey and be like, oh, poof. Yeah, poof. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't know that her power was going to do it. They had just tried everything and then were like, huh, you know what? This this thing clearly has power radiating off of it. Let's see if it does anything. And then it did. Maybe we're seeing Hayward's plan B. This is plan B. Hayward originally thought, let's just let Wanda take the body, bring him back to life, so that we can change him into plan who B we want. Just goes to but his property B. in Westview, New Jersey, and fabricates him out of reality itself. Exactly. <laughs> well, no. I mean, just plan B is like, let's see what Wanda does. And then it happened to be this, and then that's why Project Cataract started. I think, you know, I it's a cataract, no, I think Project Cataract is long been in the works. Yeah, I yeah. think that started when they got Vision to be- Because, like, his line at the end where he says, who would have thought that the only way to get him back online would be to get the power straight from the source? They've tried other ways to get him back online. Yeah. None of and, them worked. And I don't think they're dismantling him here. I think they're trying to see what's going on inside that maybe yeah. can try to reverse engineer slash rework into creating with a new power source. And they didn't have it in Wanda. It's Ultron. He's big braining this whole operation. No, right. Believe Joseph's it or right, not. is Ultron. So she looks down. <laughs> Wanda looks down over Vision and uh, she destroys the glass in front of her. And she floats down and Ultron calls off his men, allowing her to see Vision. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for using Ultron there. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Wanda puts her hand on her forehead like she did in Infinity War. And this this, oh, this hurt me. Gut wrench, where she says, "As soon as I saw her reach for the head, I knew I she was going to feel you." I and it just can't. devastated me, man. Like I was fucked up. And we see here she leaves sword peacefully, not sealing the body like Hayward had said. In a Buick, in a Buick. Too. A Buick. Yeah, a Buick, Buick has been paying for Marvel sponsorship, like product placement, forever. And I just saw a tweet today, like, it's so funny. Like, Buick got the most return on investment because Marvel could have any car company in the world for product placement right now. And I know they have a deal with Audi at least, too, which is a little bit better, but that's, like, later in the game. Buick got it. This shit was a chance. A red Buick, bro. Yeah, my roommate, whenever he saw that, he immediately goes, no way Wanda drives a Buick. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. A Buick. The tweet was specifically wait, like, wait, wait yo, I need a wait new a car. I... Is that a Buick? <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's, a Buick, that was like bro. It's a red campaign. Oh, that was their marketing I campaign. For... I got it. Oh, what a meta I, I, yeah, Colton, I, I picked up on that. 
That was a good one. Oh, that's a Buick. Maybe that's, they wanted us to say that's not a Buick. They've all been we needed had this wander driving past Shaq in his own Buick in the Sword parking lot, and it's Dude. a it's a fucking Buick commercial. That's all they we needed. They were planning this all along. The fucking They're general in the passenger seat based with off the fuck? Shaquille O'Neal's body. Buick made that commercial because it was a, a commercial Shaq. in Wanda's reality. A Shaq DM. And his name, could be, his name could just Dude. be the default. The, Bu- <laughs> the Buick commercials that we know and love, that that's a Buick? That was Wanda. Yeah, so does this mean – and that's why they all look so weird because Wanda's, yeah, changing reality. We knew that we we're going to be like, she drives a Buick? That's a Buick? That's how they got the catchphrase. Kevin Feige is genius. They broke in the fourth wall years ago. <laughs> They've been alluding to this for years. But, uh, you know, she gets to her car and she looks through the envelope in her passenger seat. And I was like, this is going to be fucking heartbreaking whenever she opens that. Uh, but, you know, she drives away and she drives to Westview, New Jersey. And uh, she drives through it perfectly normal. And we see all the castmates of WandaVision leaving, uh, living normal and relatively boring and it seemed sad okay. lives. Well, this town seems down and out. Like they're bad. Like they're down bad. Like this town's hurting. Like that's my interpretation, anyway. I mean, everything looks looks pretty rough. It looks like a town well past its glory days. Like once upon a time, it was a beautiful, bustling town. Like what it looks like. uh, Gee, I don't know. Since Wanda got there, but like now it's like down bad, which I think only makes it further credence that like Wanda's really not as bad as we think. Like I still don't think Wanda's broken bad. I still, uh, just because I feel like she's directly like, well, it's hard to say that because everyone's in pain apparently. But like, I mean, what this, if this, this, after, town, this town undoubtedly looks way better now that Wanda's here? But like, whatever. What okay, if, the only uh, the only question I had about this whole scene where we see all these castmates is Dennis, the pizza delivery guy, the mailman. Is he? Hmm? The, okay, that's what I thought. I just couldn't make. I like when I looked at him, I was like, I can't tell because he's not wearing the mailman outfit. But I was like, I think yeah, that's a, Dennis. He's just a pizza delivery guy, apparently. What if what we saw at Westview was the aftermath of what Wanda left behind? And it's a time loop, and this is Agatha going back in time to find out how Wanda did such a thing. And that's why it's Agatha all along, because we've only been seeing Agatha's point of view for this whole time loop, and she's looking back in time to see how Wanda did this sort of thing. You know what? You're right again. And, uh... <laughs> God... <laughs> Wanda, Wanda drives we are treating world. Joseph like a 12 year old child right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you just let the kid win in all the games just so he can go fucking throw a temper tantrum <laughs> you, you, know what? you know what you're right again she, uh, but Wanda heads out to this plot of land and uh, there's no there's no house on it and she uh, she opens the envelope that we've been seeing and it's a property deed for the land and a note from Vision encircled in a heart that says to grow old in. And let me tell you, I cried. Tears in my the eyes. That it was already being built, too. Like that, that, was there, that was where they were going to live. Yeah. That's why it was all rotten over, and you couldn't see into the basement because it was grass there. Dude, that shit shit fucking hurt bad. It was so, so sad, but... Like, it just sucks because, like, you know, like, 
that that the whole thing they were doing in at the beginning of Infinity War was like a temporary fix. Like they truly anticipated when that shit died down and it was over to Move like together. just be normal. Like they wanted nothing else other than normal life. Like that's it. God, that hurts. Fuck. And there's a lot of there's a lot of comic book basis for this too. They try they leave the Avengers early on in, in the in like eighties comics. 80s comics they leave the avengers to go live in a suburb of new jersey you know and like the first issue of the scarlet witch and vision is them on halloween like like in episode six it's just it just runs so deep the way they go back to the source material i love it imagine working at marvel oh my god imagine just being able to sit at a table and do that for your job just come up with the coolest shit that just nerds like us can talk about for hours exactly. on end, dude. That takes so much time and work and effort. Oh my god! But you know, as soon as she reads this letter, she starts to break down, and she walks to the center of the house or the land that she's that she they've purchased, and she breaks down just in an absolute sob, and uh, she unleashes the full power of her chaos <laughs> magic. Uh, she engulfs the entire town in a 1950 television show. She builds the entire house they live in. And then she splits her soul to create vision all over again. And like, do we know that she's, Oh, I mean like I'm going with that. Like I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause like it's just so romantic mm-hmm. that I want to believe that that's what she did. Cause mm-hmm. like, I mean, if anyone's going to be able to do it, can we really put doubt in Wanda to be able to do such a thing? Like, I think Wanda's like that. And especially considering how Agatha has talked about her, I don't see how you could doubt that Wanda is like like that. You know what I mean? True. She can just create this. Like, it didn't take a splitting of anything. It's just that she was like, fuck it. This is happening. But she creates vision, regardless of how it happened. She creates vision. And uh, he comes to fruition. Everything is 1950s. It's in black and white except her. And he looks her in the eye and she steps into frame, turning into black and white. And he says, Wanda, welcome home. Can we stay in tonight? And I was like, God damn it. And he wraps his arm around her. They sit down like they did, like his her parents did at the at the beginning of the episode. And they kiss. And it's just absolutely lovely. And in the background, Wanda and Agatha watch on. And then a second later, Wanda looks up to see the television television set that apparently this is set on. And uh, the modern set pieces come back. And uh, Agatha and the crowd applauds and says, bravo. And then she disappears. And then outside, you hear Tommy and Billy yelling for help. And Wanda runs outside to their aid and... Agatha is holding them back, choking them by their throats, and she says Wanda is supposed to be a myth, a being of spontaneous creation. She mocks her for the way she's been using the power to make breakfast for dinner. Agatha Agatha says, this is chaos magic, and that makes you the Scarlet Witch. Can we just say that you just repeating what happened in the episode was still so heart-wrenching to hear? Even though we didn't even have the visuals on site, we just heard what happened, and the, it was just pure mm. silence. Jesus Christ. Devastating. Dude. 
But yeah, the Scarlet Witch, and dude. We did. We Real did shit. early on. First time early ever. on, we did say that because she hadn't gained an alias yet, she would earn the name the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Kaboom! Ultron knew it the whole time. Freaking, does she have an alias? He he knew it the whole freaking time. That's why he asked. Do you know what's going to happen? I'm teasing you because I know everything that's going to happen. Let's talk about this post-credit scene real quick. You know, we see Hayward look from a distance at yeah. the hex, and he walks to a tent where they uh they discuss this uh the power supply they've needed the whole time to create whatever they're talking about was Wanda's magic, and we pan to the Vision. Perfectly, pristinely white. Just in all his glory. Looking like a chaos machine. And this this also has comic book roots in the West Coast Avengers from the 80s. The look of torn apart vision in the comics is the so cool. Just the way that they predicted it. I read, I read so that cool entire looking. arc after the episode came out because I was like, I want to I see what this vision's all about. And it's interesting. The white vision, as far as I've read, hasn't broke bad. Or anything. He just is completely void of emotional attachment. And I've read that the reason that is is because the the writer of that comic book arc hated that Vision the robot was a, like had a personality. He was like, this is dumb. He has to just be a robot. So he wow. created the white Vision and now it's being used in the MCU. And who's the most hated robot of all? Ultron. Dude, I really want to see the arc reactor in his head. If that's what it is, shoot out freaking Vision v. Vision. Be so cool. I, I think that's what it is. I think it has the look of, like, the later model. Like, I say later model. I don't mean, like... Triangle. Well, I, I, I mean, well, hey, triangle. triangle. When he switched, when he switched, I guess it would be Iron Man 2. That's when he switched to the new element, correct? Yeah. Exactly. That's- yeah. So then I guess that is what I'm talking about. That's it has that look to me. And it would make sense considering Vision was created initially by Tony Stark, it would make sense they'd want to use Stark tech to Exactly. Recreate. And freaking Stark was be able to build an arc reactor in a cave with a box of scraps. Imagine what in a cave do in twenty twenty with a box of scraps. The box of scraps. Dude, and there's a theory that that freaking Tony um, whenever he made the new element, was the thing that the like the makeup of the Infinity Stones. So maybe that's how you know Vision works like that. It's because the way he discovered, you know, he, that new element, he discovered how to make an Infinity Stone or sort of an early development of that, and that's what Sword is doing now. It's their Synthesoid Mind Stone. They made a Mind Stone. Well, oh, Joseph, then there'd be three Mind Stones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now we're back into the timeline discussion, and I don't want to even start it again. I couldn't resist it. I couldn't. Guys, it it was a fucking wow. phenomenal episode. And I love how much they're digging into the comic book roots of things for this. Like, yeah. it's just... And that's what I think I love about the TV show format for Marvel, is that they get a real long leash to do that. Absolutely. And, I, and that's not to say I don't think the movies don't do a good job... But I just feel like given that they said it in this common, like this current day, you know what I mean? Like they're setting this in like the days we live in. And I'm not saying that comics don't come out now that kind of touch on that either. But it's, it's absolutely but it's nice. outstanding that in a TV show, like 
since yeah. it started, I've been able to read these story arcs from fucking uh, House of M from like 2008, The Avengers from 1975, The Scarlet Witch and the Vision from 1972, The West Coast Avengers from 1985. Like I've been reading all these story arcs from all these different periods of time, and they are all applicable in some way to what's happening on the screen in front of us. And I absolutely love it's, that continuity. I, I think this show is living proof that if there's a book or comic that exists, you don't want a movie to be made about it. You want a TV show to be made about it. Yeah. So you can dive I, so much more detail. And I, I think that's what the show is basically proving. I think that's going to happen a lot in the future. Like, yeah, I think both these shows and uh, like the um, like Kevin Feige and uh, who's the other one? Favreau. Yeah, Favreau. I think they're both get, being given a way long, like a, a longer leash in regards to the comic like well, content, in, in and they're being they're they're being told like like try things out in this in these TV yeah, shows. And, and that's like, you can try great. these things that relate to the comics that we wouldn't have that we wouldn't have seen in the past with the movies. Because the movies are so much bigger budget and more important, whereas like the TV shows are still super important, but they can try these things out and see how they work. And I think this will lead well, to more comic-based movies in the yeah. future as and well. And that's what's great. And that's what's great about the MCU taking off the way it did and Star Wars is that they are in a such a good place. Like everything's a hit. They yeah. are on such good standing just across the board financially creatively bingo 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 they have the right content creators in the right places to be trusted to have this long leash they can do that if you would have told john favreau that making iron man in 2008 the way he did would lead to what is being created now he would have probably yeah. looked at you and thought what the fuck are you talking about marvel was about bankrupt in 2008 bro can we talk Literally. about how john favreau has just changed shit like the fact that the, the superhero movie is like the largest genre there is, the most reliable money-making genre there is, and he made the first like big, not like, not blockbuster, because obviously we had the X-Men before that, we had the Fantastic Four before that and stuff, but Iron Man was the first of like the real shit, you know? Like we were getting into it. And yeah. John Favreau... Well, it was the first one that spawned that spawned an extensive universe where every single movie has been exactly. good. Like I would say like Probably my two least favorite like Marvel movies are probably like Dark World mm -hmm. and I don't know probably Captain Marvel, but I still love the shit out of both those movies and they're both still great movies. Exactly. It's, I think it started with a Dark Knight. Cue the noise. I I think Christopher Nolan really brought the serious mm -hmm. tone to a superhero movie, showing that you know the move the Dark Knight wasn't about Batman; it was about Gotham as a whole and showing how mm -hmm. cities can fail under chaos and like just showing the success of that movie and it being just like a top 10 movie in general of all time, not even superhero category. Like, I think that's where they, they kind of took the risk with Iron Man to do their own version. They hell took a risk on Robert Downey Jr. Being the well, alcoholic. They, dude, they, they fucking had to, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. They couldn't go out and get fucking no, there wasn't people lining up to be in Marvel movies like they are now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Marvel was a scary thing. They had to sell off their rights to a lot. Like, spy why do you think Sony had Spider-Man? That's why. Why do you think the comics division for a long time was kind of separated? Because they couldn't afford to have all of their assets. Marvel is so true. They had to sell rights to Sony, but now 
Sony is making all of the money off the movies, but, Mar- yeah, but- you know, I don't know if that's are. true. There's a new deal. But Disney, they make the movie, they pay for the movie, and Sony makes all the money, but Disney still does it because they know it's going to be successful and bring people back to the next movie. It's literally all marketing to them. All the Spider-Man movies are now because Sony yeah, makes but, all the money. Disney but there's other ways Marvel profits off of that Spider-Man film. Like Perfect. that's not just, yeah. yeah, they get there's other ways, and they know that just yeah, the, having, the, rights, the, having the rights to the profits of the movie would probably be nice. Yes, but dude, they make a killing. They're not bitching and moaning about that. Like they and. <laughs> I think the new deal and the initial problem with that deal and why there was a struggle for a second was because Disney probably wanted a bit more chunk, of, a bigger piece of the pot. And I exactly. can't imagine that Disney didn't get it uh, like a little bit bigger. Sony basically was a dick and they said, here, well, well, let's make this movie and you can make this profit what? out of it. And then whenever Spider-Man was a crucial role in the MCU, that's when they said, let's rethink our deal. And then they said, We'll get all the profit, and you pay to make the movie. And Disney was still like, okay, we need to do that. It's such a crucial role. But the thing is, is Disney has all the leverage because it's like, listen, you had five mm-hmm. movies, and the last three of those five Spider-Man films were not exactly great. No, like, Sony had all the leverage. Yeah. Sony had all of the leverage. They made Spider-Man basically yeah. become the new Iron Man. Like, he's taking the role that's their narrative. Yeah, and Sony doesn't get to be the creative mind behind the film. Exactly. They're the rights. They can say, you know what, Disney, we're just not going to give you Spider-Man. Disney would do anything to get Spider-Man. Yes, but but the thing is, Disney's still in the position of power because if Sony does that, Disney's, Disney's fucked short term, but the fans will immediately turn on Sony. The fans aren't going to turn think, on Disney. Do you think fans are going to go and want to go watch a Sony Strictly non-Tom fans. Uh, they do because the fans pay them. Listen, they don't give up. Fans are going to go out and watch and enjoy and love. And do you think critically that a Sony Tom Holland Spider-Man movie that is not MCU tied in is going to be even half as critically received or fans received? They still know know that kids across America and nerds like us are going to see those Sony Spider-Man movies anyway. They know that they could still make a killing. Well, yeah, they'll go see it once, but that's not going to lead in. That, that doesn't Money mean that critically it's not going to be what? Look what happened with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies. Money made the world go round. It's just what it does. That's all they care about. Okay. Guys, I just had a realization. I'm really sad about it, but, like, I know it needs to happen. And I'm I, I'm not upset. Like, I'm upset, but I'm not upset, if this makes sense. I have one more pod with you guys until I take my break. Yes, my we will have – so – Let's just tell the people now. So for oh shit, spoilers! So for the <laughs> Winter Soldier, I will still be joined by Joseph and Miles for the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I will also be joined by a new guest, Tillman McClooney, a guy who I had on to talk about the Clone Wars a while back, back in 2020. But uh, uh, he'll be a fun addition to the podcast. But unfortunately, that means Kyler will not be with us for about six weeks. Uh. But at the same time, we could get that tenth episode and give Kyler one or, last hurrah. One we last have, we briefly discussed starting doing our Star Wars movie commentaries. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to do that, we absolutely can. But in the meantime, I'm excited for next week. This finale of Wandavision. It's been a fun several weeks with you guys so far. Uh, going back to September third. Yeah, tomorrow will be six no, man, months since we recorded our first episode together. No, man, I'm just saying, this is nuts to me because, like, 
like I said, I've never had appointment. I've said this multiple times. I've never had appointment TV and to go on this journey with you guys, like it's felt so much more like amplified mm. with WandaVision, like more so than it did Mandalorian. And, and that's not to say Mandalorian wasn't great, but like, I don't know, man. I'm not saying I'm more interested in WandaVision than I am in Mandalorian, but like this shit it's hits harder for WandaVision. It's I don't podcast. know how to Like it. when you're talking about WandaVision, WandaVision is made for this type of shit for us to theorize and for us to talk about. And, and I'll say this WandaVision, I feel like globally has had much wider oh, of an impact than Mandalorian. And that's crazy to say because Baby Yoda was viral damn near every but, fucking I mean, week. But Marvel Dude. is Marvel. Like it's so much bigger. Yeah, Marvel's bigger. Marvel's bigger. Yeah, Mandalorian and Marvel or, or WandaVision. I watched WandaVision in the hospital on repeat because I wanted to come back to the show stronger. Legitimately, that's yeah, baby. In the hospital when I was not doing good. Well, shit, it's no wonder we get the takes we've been getting. You were probably medicated as fuck that whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was medicated as fuck in those. The, the WandaVision was just marinating in his head. My man's was wearing the socks with the fucking drippy on the bottom and just losing his shit. <laughs> I, was, I had the Professor X helmet on and everything. I was in it. Oh, fuck. That's funny. But yeah, I'm serious about man, this. One more episode with the boys for WandaVision. Hey, but you'll be wait. back with us for starting wait. May 4th with the bad match. Yes, sir. We'll be back in Star And I'm going to have to – I got work I to do, wait. so this break is going to be good for me. No, no, this break – and I'm saying this break will be good for me because if I got to come back – what you say, May 4th for Bad Batch? I got a lot of studying mm-hmm. to do because I fully admitted last week I have Clone not Wars. watched Clone Wars. You have got to watch the Clone so, Wars, and that will be great. I got my work cut out for me. I'm excited. I'm going to come in educated. The listeners, whoever's listening, you're, you're listening, and you're born at a good time right now. You're experiencing some cool shit you're about in your to, life. You're about to, it's a golden era. Yeah, man. Well, I'm a, I'm a little worried if like, younger children are listening to this pod because, boy, do we go on some crazy shit. But, yeah, hey, man. If Don't you're you little kids, kids, stay in school. And yeah, you're gonna be you're high, you're the man who's high as fuck right now saying don't do drugs. <laughs> I'm a sick little boy and I need to grow a lot. That's why I take this medicine. Grow a lot. <laughs> Joseph, hey, you realize you I'm just said don't watch. do drugs and then just say you're a sick little boy who needs to eat and gain weight and your proponent is using drugs. Doesn't that imply that any little boy that needs to gain weight and wants this to opinion, make boys should do drugs? This <laughs> opinion came from a doctor. It came from a doctor. <laughs> And it was over the span of two years, and I've gained fourteen pounds hey. in one week in a I'm couple days. Damn. Yeah, that's I'm a big deal. Yeah. I'm getting fat boys. I'm getting fat boys. God, we're I'm gonna get Hulk Joseph Hulk pretty soon. Here. When the bash comes yeah. out, smart Bruce Banner boy. I'm gonna be Hulk Bruce Banner mixed Just the, hybrid the, boy. The Bruce Banner pee pee poo poo man himself. Massive pee-pee, massive poo-poo boy. Massive pee-pee. Well, this has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George, the the, the massive pee-pee, massive poo-poo boy. <laughs> Joseph George. Thank you Thank for you. having me. This is therapy to me. This is therapy to me, and I can't wait to do it again every week and possibly more than once a week. I can't oh, be glad I'm so, enough. I'm so happy that you're happy, man. And thank you, Miles Butchers, for being here. Yeah, well, glad I mean, to be here. Next week, even for this Anytime. finale, uh, just just 
it feels like just a few weeks ago we were talking about a different finale. We're going to be on to the next. We're talking in black and white. We're going to be on and on the screen now below me that I can see and you cannot. KBZ Kyler Barnett. I can't wait. One more episode, boys. I can't wait. Absolutely. (laughs) Again, this was the Penny Bloom podcast. I was Colton Robertson.